Good afternoon. Good afternoon and welcome. Um, this is one of those beautiful moments that God has given us and um, I, I want us to enjoy every minute, every moment, every second of it. Um, hallelujah. So wherever you're tuning from, I want to say you are welcome and it is indeed an honor, a privilege that you have joined and we are together so we can learn what God has prepared for you and I. Praise be to God. Hallelujah. And I am hoping that you have had a wonderful week. I am hoping that everything is going well on your end. I am hoping that your loved ones are good. I am hoping that indeed 2022 is shaping to be the year that you expected. And I am hoping that with the time that is left in 2022, at least you can point out what has happened. Hallelujah. Praise be to God. All right. Thank you for that. So simply that. Hallelujah. Praise to God. Thank you for that feedback. So I believe that should be better then. Um, all right. So great stuff. Thank you for that. And um, I want us to pray. All right. I want us to pray. And uh, what we'll do is we'll share some prayers and then we're going to get into the um, word of God. So um, <clears throat> the prayer that I want us to offer is I want to remain positive even when at my lowest of lows in life. Hallelujah. So what you are saying is you want to remain positive even when you are facing the most difficult situation or the most difficult time of your life. And what you have to say in your prayer is to also acknowledge that you understand that this can be the difference between giving up and going ahead. So when you are at your lowest of lows, when you are facing one of the most difficult times of your life, um, you are asking the Lord to remain positive. You are asking God that he should help you to be positive in that state, in that situation. Because you understand that if you cannot remain positive, if you cannot see the positive outcome of the situation, then chances are you can end up giving up. Hallelujah. Let's pray. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we come before you this wonderful moment, oh God, to, to, to appreciate you. My Father, we realize that we are going to face difficult moments. We are going to face difficult situations. We are going to face difficult encounters. We are going to be in places where we are uncomfortable. We are going to hear things that will make us uncomfortable. Father, I pray that when those times come, what we are praying for is that you help us to remain positive. That even when it seems like all we hear is a failure, all we see is a failure, all we feel is a failure, our prayer is that you may help us, you may strengthen us so that, my God, we can continue going forward in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, I pray that, Father, every one of your son and your daughter, Lord, who is listening and who is going to listen, I commit them in your hands in this prayer. That, God, may you give them a positive attitude, a positive mindset around their family, around their circumstances, their work, their businesses, their academics, their relationships. Lord, whatever they do in life, I pray that God may they see the positive outcome. 
in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we thank you and we honor you. And I pray that, Lord, as we are teaching, as we are listening, as we are hearing, my Lord, this message, God, may you give us the understanding, my Lord, that will help us, my Father, to apply this word in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, this word is meant to be for those that have an understanding by the aid of the Holy Spirit. And therefore, I ask that, Holy Spirit, may you be in every home, O Lord, to help in Jesus' name. May you help them to hear, may you help them to understand, and may you help them to listen in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, I come against anything that can try to disrupt, anything that can try to cause destruction, anything that can try to take away the focus of this word or on this message. I remove it in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, I say thank you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for praying that prayer with me. And um, always, as I say, continue to find time in your life to pray because it is important. Your life, it depends on your prayer. Hallelujah. Now, listen, there will come a moment in life when you will experience a feeling that things are just not working out for you. Let's take time and think about that. There will come a moment in life when you will experience a feeling that things are just not working out for you. This is one thing that you cannot escape from. This is not about how much money, how much wealth. It is not about how much fame you have. It is not about your status or your position in society. It is not about you being a firstborn or a lastborn in your family. It is not about how many children you have. It is not about where you are from. It is not about your race. It is not about your character, your personality. But this is just the reality of life. That there will come a point, there will come a moment, even if you think you have it all, even when you think you have arrived, even when you think you know all the answers, um, chances are there will come a moment when you are going to see or experience a feeling that things are just not working out. It may be in your health, it may be in your family, it may be with your work, it may be with your business, it may be with your children, it may be with your siblings, it may be in your relationship, it may be whatever area. There will be a moment or a point in time where you look at things and you say something or things are just not working out for me. And when that moment comes, this is the message that has been given to help you survive, to help you overcome, to help you forge ahead, to help you continue moving forward. Hallelujah. So the title of the message is When All Seems to Fail. When All Seems to Fail. Now, what I want you to pay attention to in this title is the word seems. Hallelujah. It is not saying when all has failed. It is not saying when all will fail. It is not saying when all shall fail. It is not saying when all has failed, but it is saying when all seems to fail. In other words, when things are falling apart, when things are failing in your life, there is a point or there will be something in the things failing that will mean things can get better. Let's explain it again. What I'm saying is, it is highly unlikely that at one point everything is going to fall apart and it is negative, it is all bad. There will be glimpses, there will be signs, there will be you know, pointers that will help you see that there is a possibility that things can change for the better. 
And that's why we are saying when all seems to fail, meaning even though it seems to be gloom, even though it seems to be doom, there is a possibility that things can turn around. You will understand. Let's go to the book of 1 Kings chapter 17. Hallelujah. Let's open our Bibles from the book of 1 Kings chapter 17. Praise the Lord. If you are just joining, if you are just tuning in, if you have just um, started listening um, in this moment, I want to welcome you once more to say to you that you are welcome and it is an honor that you are here with us. Hallelujah. Um, let's go to the book of 1 Kings chapter 17. Are you there? Praise the Lord. 1 Kings chapter 17. Praise the Lord. All right, so as you're opening 1 Kings chapter 17, I want you to, to look at um, 1 Kings chapter 17. I want you to look at uh, verses 8. All right, the book of 1 Kings chapter 17, I want you to go to verse number 8. Verse number 8. Now the Bible reads, Then the word of the Lord came to him, saying, Arise, go to Zarephath which belongs to Sidon, and they dwell there. Now here, when you say uh, the word of the Lord came to him, this him is uh, the servant of God, the prophet, hallelujah. This is Elijah the prophet. So let's start again. Then the word of the Lord came to Elijah, saying, Arise, go to Zarephath, which belongs to Sidon, and they dwell there. See, I have commanded a widow there to provide for you. So he arose and went to Zarephath, and when he came to the gate of the city, indeed a widow was there gathering sticks. And he called to her and said, Please bring me a little water in a cup that I may drink. And as she was going to get it, he called to her and said, Please bring me a morsel of bread in your hand. So she said, as the Lord your God lives, I do not have bread, only a handful of flour in a bin and a little oil in a jar and see, I am gathering a couple of sticks that I may go in and prepare it for myself and my son that we may eat and die. Let me pray. Father, thank you for the reading of the scripture. Lord, this word is the word that is amazing. I say this because the word, my God, is able to change situations. This word is able to restore health. This word is able to change mindsets. This word can change people. It can change characters. It can change personalities. It can shape destinies. It can shape futures. This word gives hope where there seems to be no hope. And right now, my God, we pray, I pray that, Lord, as we teach, as I teach this word, I ask that, Holy Spirit, may you help not only me in delivering the word, but to the listener that they may hear, they may grasp it, they may take the word and apply it. Father, I rebuke anyone, any spirit, any force that will try to take away this word from them in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, thank you, for we are ready. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Hallelujah. So listen, once again, we are talking about when all seems to fail. Now, in the book of 1 Kings chapter 17 from verse number 8, the word of God is telling us a story about the prophet Elijah. 
And what the word of God is saying to us is that Elijah was instructed by God. Elijah was told by God to say, go to a land that I am going to send you. And this land where you are going, you are going unprepared, but I want you to know. I want you to be comforted that where you are going, I have instructed a widow. I have prepared a widow who is going to sustain you when you are there, who is going to look after you while you are there. Hallelujah. And Elijah says, all right, I am going to go as you have instructed me. And when he arrives at the city, at the place, indeed, he found the widow that God was speaking about. He found the widow that God was referring to. And the widow was at the moment busy gathering sticks. She was busy picking the sticks. If you have ever lived in a village or in, a, in the outskirts of the city where you use firewood to prepare a meal. Hallelujah. You will understand what the scripture is talking about. That you don't just take the, the, the wood is not, is not normally just around your house. But you take a few steps, sometimes even a long walk, a long distance, for you to go find a good firewood that you can come and use to prepare a meal, to start a good fire. Hallelujah. So this woman was at the gate of the city, away from her house, in search of firewood, in search of sticks that she would use to start a fire. And she then meets the servant of God. And Elijah then says to the woman, bring me a cup of water that I may drink. And the woman says, all right, that's not a problem. I'm going to go and get you a cup of water. And while she was going to get this cup of water, the Bible says Elijah calls on to the woman again and says, listen, bring me, you know, a bread. Hallelujah. He says, bring me a morsel of bread in your hand. And, and the woman says, but you are asking me for water. I don't have a problem to bring you water. You are asking me for water, that's not an issue because there is plenty of water where I am going to fetch you the water that you need. But you are asking me for bread I don't have. And her response is to say, listen, all I have is a flower inside of a jar. And this flower that I have, I also have a little oil. And the intention is that the sticks you see me fetching, the sticks you see me collecting. The plan is that I am going to prepare the final meal so that my son and I may eat and then die. So this woman had concluded. This woman had come to a conclusion. This woman had reached a point that she had had enough of her situation. This woman had analyzed the situation. She had analyzed the circumstance. And her, according to her level of understanding, she said she was only going to have one more meal. And that was the end of her life and her son's life. Hallelujah. And the Bible says the servant of God hears this and he still persists to say to her, bring me what I've asked you to bring me. Bring me uh, this bread that I may eat. First, give me that and then you're going to make for yourself. Now, take a moment and listen. What I want you to understand is that when you are in a moment, when you are in a situation, when you are in a circumstance where things are difficult, it is easy to give up. When you are in a situation where things don't seem to be moving in the direction that you want them to move, when you are looking for the pace and the pace is nowhere to be seen, when you are looking for a sign of a change and there is no sign of a change, 
When you are looking for improvement and there is no improvement that you can point. When you are looking for a difference and there is no difference in the sight. When you are looking for at least something that will give you a little bit of hope and there is nothing, it is easy to give up. Hallelujah. But I want you to understand that as a child of God, hallelujah. Now, I am believing that I am speaking to a child of God. I believe that I am preaching to children of God. I believe that I am preaching to someone who has made up his mind or her mind to give their life to Jesus. Now, listen, it is possible that someone listening, someone watching has not yet given their life to Jesus. That's okay. But you have an opportunity to give your life to Jesus. The reason is, if you have not yet done so, then you, I am not a motivational speaker. I am not someone that is just here to give you encouragement without the word of God. So what I am saying to you might not make sense. What I am saying to you might seem useless. What I am saying to you might seem hopeless. Hallelujah. But if you are a child of God, someone who has got faith, then what I am saying to you can help you to increase. It can help you to rise. It can help you to stand. It can help you to find hope. It can help you to find strength. Hallelujah. Because you as a child of God, you are empowered and encouraged by the Holy Spirit. So that is important. Now listen. This woman says, I, I'm, I'm going to prepare my last meal with my son. And after we eat that meal, we're going to die. And the servant of God is still saying, listen, go ahead and make me what I've asked you to make me. Now, where did this message come from? I want you to understand when all seems to fail, when nothing still seems to be working. Hallelujah. Now, I, I was traveling on Friday and I was at the airport in the evening. So what happened is uh, it was quiet and I thought, well, seeing it is quiet, it means it is going to be quick and then I can be out of the airport and head home. But to my surprise, when I got close to passport control, there was a crowd of people where there was no movement in front. And people were frustrated, people were making noise, people were starting to shout, you know, it was just uncomfortable. And um, as we were standing in that queue that was not moving, I saw people that worked at the airport. I walked up to them and found out what is the story. And when I came back, I was getting frustrated. I started to get upset that I could feel inside of me the rage. And immediately I was reminded and began to pray in the spirit. And as soon as I started to do that, it then came to me. It dawned on, on, on me to say what happens when all seems to fail. That what do you do when you are at a point when you are getting angry? What do you do when someone has said something that has made you so upset that maybe you are about to, to get into a fight? Maybe you are about to start responding. Maybe you are about to lose your cool. What do you do when everything seems like it is failing apart? When you are at your place of work or your place of residence and the things are just not going right with your neighbors, it seems like the relationship is not improving. What do you do in that moment? When your bank account, you check your, your, your bank balance and all you see is a minus negative that because of the bank charges, you are now owing the bank. What do you do in that moment? When your child is sent home because they have not paid, the, you have not paid the school fees. What do you do in that moment? When you open your fridge and you realize there is no food in the fridge, what do you do in that moment? When you go take a bath and you find there's no hot water, what do you do in that moment? 
When you went to bath and you find there is no soap. Yes, there is hot water, but there is no soap. What do you do in that moment? If you want to make a cup of tea and you realize or you find out that there is no sugar in the house, what do you do in that moment? When you want to make a phone call or you want to get on social media or whatever it is that you want to do and you realize you don't have any data, you don't have any Wi-Fi connection because you haven't paid your bill, what do you do in that moment? You are saying, I want to go to town, I want to go to, you know, do uh, run a few errands, and you realize you don't have transport. You don't have enough money for transport. What do you do in that moment? Hallelujah. So I am talking about real life stuff. I am not just speaking about things that maybe you hear about, but I am asking you, hallelujah, that when you are in that moment, when I am in that moment that I am driving my car and suddenly the bell goes off, the light comes on and I realize that I don't have enough fuel and I don't have money. What do I do in that moment? When you have just received a warning letter, a written warning letter at your place of employment, not the first one, but the final one to say you are about to get dismissed, what do you do in that moment? When, when, you, when the feeling that you kept having in your body of not, you know, not doing so well continues and you go to the doctor and you are given a report that something is wrong, in that moment as you receive that report, in that moment as the doctor is speaking to you, what do you do? Hallelujah. I am talking about when things are falling apart. I am talking about when things are failing. I am talking about when you have received the results that you thought you had passed. And yet the report comes and you see an F that you have failed. And you are told you have to repeat the course. You have to repeat the class. What do you do in that moment? When you thought that the interview went well and you got a job, and yet you're not receiving a call from the recruiter, you're not receiving a call from the HR department for you to be offered the job, you're not receiving an email with a contract, you're not receiving what you wanted, what do you do in that moment? If you are expecting a raise and yet there is no raise your way, there is no promotion your way, what do you do in that moment? You thought things got better in your relationship, and yet they have gotten worse. There seems to be no improvement. There appears to be no improvement. What do you do as a woman? What do you do as a man? What do you do as a mother? What do you do as a sibling, a brother, a sister, an uncle, an aunt? What do you do in that moment as a pastor? If you're expecting your church to have uh, members to be filled all the time, if you're expecting that every time you go on the pulpit, you're going to have lots of members, you're going to have lots of visitors, if you're expecting that every time you're in church, you're going to be collecting large offerings, people are going to be blessing you, hallelujah, and yet nothing is happening, what are you going to do as a servant of God? If you prayed for someone as a pastor, as a prophet, as an apostle, as a prophetess, and you're expecting them to get healed, you're expecting them to bring back a testimony, and yet they are coming back, and the situation is still there, what do you do as a servant of God in that moment? 
You went for a night of prayer. You took a period and you were fasting and you were praying. And in that moment, you were fired up. During that period, you were fired up that things are changing. Things are turning around. And yet, two months down the line, three months down the line, the situation is still the same. And maybe it is even getting worse. What do you do in that moment? Because this woman here met Elijah. Hallelujah. And if it was not enough that she only had a little bit, if it was not enough that she was waiting to eat the last meal and die, here comes the servant of God. And the Bible says she even acknowledged because she says, as the Lord your God lives. In other words, this woman knew that Elijah was not an ordinary person. This woman had a discernment that Elijah was a servant of God. So she knew that this man is a servant of God. But still she said, listen, I cannot help you right now. Because all I have is only for me and my son. We don't have anything for you. So what do you do when the servant of God is saying, give it all to me? Now, look at verse number 13. Verse number 13. The same chapter, verse 13. The Bible reads, And Elijah said to her, Do not fear. Go and do as you have said. But make me a small cake from it first. And bring it to me. And afterward, make some for yourself and your son. For thus says the Lord God of Israel, The bin of flour shall not be used up, nor shall the jar of oil dry, until the day the Lord sends rain on the earth. And uh, the verse 15, so, the, the, so she went away and did according to the word of Elijah, and she and her household ate for many days. Verse 16, the bean of flour was not used up, nor did the jar of oil run dry, according to the word of the Lord which she spoke by Elijah, which he spoke by Elijah. Now listen, there was a drought here, maybe to give a little bit more context into what I'm talking about. It's not just a woman that was looking to prepare her last meal. It is not just a woman who was struggling with her son. It is not just a woman who was a widow. But this was a woman who was a widow, a woman who was with a son, a woman who was struggling in a land where there was a drought. But because the word of the Lord came, and because the woman saw the positive side of it, because the woman chose to believe, because the woman chose to do as the word of God or as the servant of God instructed her, she ended up living the rest of her life without failing. So here is what I want to say to you. When you are talking about when all seems to fail, your reaction matters. Your behavior will matter. Your reaction will matter. Your attitude will matter. Your, you know, how you're going to perceive things will matter. In that moment when things are failing apart. In that moment when things are not working. In that moment when there seems or appears to be no light. In that moment when all are laughing at you. In that moment when you are finding rejection after rejection. In that moment when door after door is getting closed. That's where it matters how you handle, how you do, how you behave. Hallelujah. Can you still stand and pray in that moment? 
Can you still stand and say, I've got hope that things are going to turn around? Can you still stand and say, I am trusting God. Father, thank you because I know that something can change. In that moment, can you still stand and say, God has seen me through all along. He cannot let me fail now. Can you still stand in that moment and say, Father, it is not late because I am still alive. Can you still stand and say, Lord, irrespective of the pain I feel, irrespective of the embarrassment, the shame I am facing, I trust you, Lord. Can you still stand and say that? Because that's, that's the difference. That's what will cause you not to give up. Otherwise, if you, if I cannot do that in such a moment, it is easy to give up. This is why people have committed suicide because they found it so difficult that they saw no way out. They found it so tough that they saw no way out. Hallelujah. People have divorced. People have broken up. People have, you know, have left. They have quit. People have, you know, have, 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 have lifted their hands up and given up because they thought that was the end of it. But you, you, you see, you have to develop thick skin in life. Praise the Lord. Listen, as a child of God, you have to develop thick skin. You cannot be a quitter anyhow. You cannot be a, someone who just gives up anyhow. You must learn to fight as a child of God. Now listen, I'm not saying fight with the people. I am not saying fight uh, physically with the people. No, I am not saying argue with the people. No, I am not saying quarrel with the people. No, but I am saying learn to fight spiritually as a child of God. Hallelujah. You have to understand according to the word of God that the battle, the fight, the war that we wage is not carnal. It is not against flesh and blood according to the book of Ephesians. But this is a spiritual war. As a child of God, you must understand that when things are not working, it's time to go back into the place of planning, which is the presence of God. When things are not working out, it is, part, it is, it is time to re-strategize by going back in the presence of God. It is time to re-strategize by going back into the word of God and seeing what did I miss? What can I do? What can I change? And then the word of God, God, the Holy Spirit, Jesus Christ are going to help you so so you can continue moving forward. And this is where you need men such as myself. This is where you need women of God. This is where you need servants of God that can help you because you see on your own you reach a point where it is so difficult. I know those feelings. I know those moments. But it is men of God that stood with me. It is through going around and being close and listening to the word of God that I kept gaining courage to continue moving forward. Otherwise, I would have given up long ago. I would have quit long ago. I would have left long ago. Hallelujah. But because there was someone who stood, someone who preached, someone who spoke the word, I listened. And by the grace of God, I got hope. I got courage. I, my faith was stayed up and I continued moving. So the fact that you have got the opportunity to hear this message now, it means you are favored. It means that there is a purpose for your life. Hallelujah. Take this word and apply it over your life. Hallelujah. It can cause you to move forward. It can cause you to rise again. It can cause you to stand again. Praise be to God. Now, as I finish, listen. Um, listen to this part, all right? It is important. So I always like to add some context. Because I don't want you to always think I am preaching things that I have never experienced. The beauty of my calling is that God has taken me through a lot in life. And now as a pastor, when I preach, it is relevant because I have been there. So listen to this. Um, when, when my wife and I were in Ireland, right? Um, 
there was one day that I, I got up, got ready for work, and this was during COVID, right? So we're working from home. And when I went downstairs to work, um, I came across a certain email from work, and in the moment, I wrote a resignation letter and resigned from work without having another job. In the moment, I gave up. I said, it's enough. I can't take it anymore. I won't take it anymore. We are packing up our bags and we are heading back to South Africa. Hallelujah. Now, I want you to understand that the person speaking to you, I am not just a pastor and making you feel good or just encouraging you uh, on things that I have never experienced. But when I am saying to you that when all seems to fail, I have been there when all was seeming to fail in my life, in my family. And that moment, not, oh my God, that moment I did that. I said, enough is enough. I am going to head back to Africa. And yet I didn't have a job in South Africa. I didn't have any other option B or plan B. I was just saying we've had enough and we're heading back home. But look at what God, God made a way for us that out of nowhere, without knowing, without even applying, there came an opportunity and here we are in Amsterdam, we are happy. So what I'm saying is in that moment when all seems to fail, you have to be sensitive. You have to be you know, a person who is spiritually inclined, that you can hear God, that you can see, hallelujah. You must be willing to, to humble yourself and go back and say, Lord, what is happening? Hallelujah. Praise be to God. So as you are listening to me now, it's possible that you are going through something tough. It is possible as you are hearing me now that something has just happened that is not pleasing or pleasant. It is possible that as you are hearing me now, things might be happening where you are asking questions. Why? How? Why me? When are they going to change? But I want you to understand that you see there is always a change when you can stand on the word of God. So when all seems, remember the word seems, as I say to you, is important. It is just appearing like. It has not yet failed. It has not yet fallen apart. You have not yet died. Hallelujah. Yes, you can be told you are sick. You can be told you only have X amount of time left to live. But as long as you are still alive, God can still work a miracle. As long as you are still standing, God can still change things around for you. Hallelujah. So you must stand on your faith. Stand and pray. Speak to God and say, Father, I am trusting you. Father, I am relying on you and see if God cannot fight for you. The Bible says he goes ahead of you. He wages a war for you. He breaks bars of iron for you. He levels mountains for you. Hallelujah. That's what God is willing to do for you. Just for you. That's how much he loves you. Praise the Lord. So don't get intimidated by the situation. Don't get intimidated by the circumstance. Don't get intimidated by what you are hearing. Don't get intimidated by what you, know, you are feeling. But learn to stand and still trust the Lord. Because even though it seems like it is failing, there is still hope. Hallelujah. Now, with that, let me pray. Father, thank you because of the time that you gave us, O oh God. I thank you because of the word that you gave me, Jehovah, to deliver to your sons and your daughters. I have done my part to teach, to speak the word that you gave me, saying when all fails, when all seems to fail. Father, it has not yet uh, uh, failed, but it seems like it is failing. It is not yet over, but it seems like it is over. My God, we pray that such moments, we need you, Lord, to be on our side. We need you to show us, even if it is just a little bit of light, 
even if it is just a portion of light. Father, may we see so that we cannot give up. Lord, even if it is just a little bit of hope, even if it is just a little bit of faith, in that moment I pray that God, that is all we need. It is enough for us to keep standing that we can move forward. See, you did it with the woman, my God, and her son, that after they saw the hope, after they listened, heeded to the word of God through the prophet, they lived happy, they lived, Lord, with enough, without failing, O oh God. And I thank you this moment, O oh Lord, that God, as I send away your sons and your daughters, continue speaking to them, my Father. Teach, train them, O oh God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, receive the praise, receive the honor. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Hallelujah. Now, with that, I've come to the end of the teaching, and I want you to be encouraged. And I don't want you to be afraid. Do not be afraid because things are going to get tough. Do not be afraid because you are going to meet opposition. Understand that that is only a stepping stone for you to move to the next level. Understand that that is only the stepping stone for you to be endorsed and satisfied. Understand that is only a stepping stone for you indeed to be approved worthy of being called a child of God. Worthy of being a champion. Worthy of being a fighter. Worthy of being indeed one who is able. Hallelujah. So go and get what is yours. With that, have a wonderful week. Enjoy and God bless you. Shalom.